administrations will twist the facts. was the resistance company with the song return the children welcome to polyrical a podcast of political music a soundtrack for the resistance a topical solution for the political revolution if you want to check out all the back episodes or find a link to send me a message you can go to polyrical Dot com. You'll also find some links there to make a donation. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to keep this podcast free and independent. Like the Obama administration before it, the Trump administration has a family separation policy at the border, and it is keeping those kids in cages. Here are the honey drippers with Impeach the President. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the honey drippers in the house tonight, and they just got back from Washington, D.C. I think they got something they want to say.
to our topic of the episode the topic of the episode for this episode is the u.s afghan war like the soviet union before it the u.s went to war with afghanistan on pretense and as of yet has not escaped that war the uh the invasion of Afghanistan back in 1979 by the Soviet Union lasted over a decade. We're heading for uh, doubling that time frame with the longest war that the U.S. has engaged in in its history. Here is Seize the Day from the compilation album Peace Not War. This is United States. It could have been Manhattan on the day the market fell. And it could have been a candy store in Kandahar as well. And she might have been a Muslim, but it's kind of hard to tell. When your body's ground to zero and your skin's been fried to hell. So tell me it's a war to end all war. Or don't tell me nothing. Cause if this sacrifice is not for peace It was not worth making Seemed to me you did your best To put your hand in the hornet nest That fit you just when it hit you There's other people hurt as much as you And grief is no excuse for what you do High flyers at the corporation's daisy-cutting they hold each other's hands and plummet from the window ledge. And the monitors are mounted on the coffee deal which meant 5,000 farmers wondering where their livelihood just went. 
America, my family, the whole world feels your pain. And before this war is over, you'll make sure we do again. Even as the tower tumbled on their firefighting team, we wondered who you'd barbecue for puncturing your dream. So tell me it's a war to end no more, or don't tell me nothing. Cause if this sacrifice does not bring peace, it was not worth making. Seemed to me you did your best to put your hand in the hornet nest that bit you. But it still don't hit you. There's other people feel as much as you. And freedom's no excuse for what you do. I am not an Islamicist, religion's not my thing. But they're friendlier than Christians and I like the way they sing And I want my sisters free to burn the burger if they choose Not lie awake and calculate what weight they need to lose So tell me it's a war to end no war Or don't tell me nothing Cause if this sacrifice don't change the world It was not worth making Seems to me you did your best to put your hand in the hornet nest that bit you. When will it hit you? There's other people need as much as you. And greed is no excuse for what you do. You're beautiful, big-hearted, in many ways you're free. And you're smart enough to get the world how you want it to be. So it's hard for me to tell you what you shouldn't have to hear Your nation is that terrorist most human beings fear Nicaragua, El Salvador, Colombia, Vietnam Cambodia, Granada, Chile and Afghanistan Palestinian and Iraqi and some more you never knew United States of people who deserved as much as you so tell me that you don't support this war Or don't tell me nothing Cause if this song of mine don't change your heart It was not worth singing But I believe you did your best Chasing life and happiness Never wondered, never guessed How the news had been suppressed Of a never-ending killing fest Ripped the kid from the mama's breast Shrapnel through her daddy's chest While we're all singing Glory, hallelujah I'm talking to you Somebody made a killing in your name So take your power back Or take the blame were clear that were handed down ground patrol hostile town the insurgency's grown because they want us out so we all seem to agree we got on the truck guns loaded up scared of the deaths approaching us until my friend said slow down wait hold up turn left just trust me not no way not me fuck that i ain't going into no death trap i won't kill or be killed and when i get back i'm gonna work to bring the troops back home Search and avoid, you make the rules, it's a profit war. Don't be fooled, it ain't worth your life to transport fuel, soldier, you're not alone. We found a bridge outside of town. We figured we'd be safe from the mortar rounds. Parked under there and just sat around, playing cards and relaxing. Well, every hour or so we'd phone in, read the engine a bit with a silent grin. Say we set up some checkpoints, didn't find a thing, I guess. Nobody's attacking. Nah, no way, not me, fuck that. I ain't going into no death trap. I won't kill or be killed. And when I get back, I'm gonna work to bring the troops back home. Search and avoid, you make the rules. Well, it's a profit war. Don't be fooled, KBR contractors sitting at the pool and I'll never see the combat zone. Well, at the end of the day, we drove away. Laughing about how we've spent the day. Bush wants to kill us, my friend would say. Well, he should come to Samara and see. Cause we ain't liberating, we're invading. It's an unjust war and occupation. So from here on out, my destination is gonna be 
soldier, you're not alone. Folks back home know it's bullshit too, soldier, you're not alone. From his album The Violence of War, that was Ryan Harvey with Search and Avoid. From the album Soundtrack to the Struggle by Low Key, this track is called Skit 6. And I tried hard to be proud of my service, but all I could feel was shame. And racism could no longer mask the reality of the occupation. These were people, these were human beings. I've since been plagued by guilt anytime I see an elderly man, like the one who couldn't walk, who he rolled onto a stretcher and told the Iraqi police to take him away. I feel guilt anytime I see a mother with her children, like the one who cried hysterically and screamed that we are worse than Saddam as we forced her from her home. I feel guilt anytime I see a young girl, like the one I grabbed by the arm and dragged into the street. We were told we were fighting terrorists. The real terrorist was me, and the real terrorism is this occupation. Racism within the military has long been an important tool to justify the destruction and occupation of another country. It has long been used to justify the killing, subjugation, and torture of another people. Racism is a vital weapon employed by this government. It is a more important weapon than a rifle, a tank, a bomber, or a battleship. It is more destructive than an artillery shell, or a bunker buster, or a tomahawk missile. While those weapons are created and owned by this government, they are harmless without people willing to use them. Those who send us to war do not have to pull a trigger or lob a mortar round. They do not have to fight the war, they merely have to sell the war. They need a public who is willing to send their soldiers into harm's way. They need soldiers who are willing to kill and be killed without question. They can spend millions on a single bomb, but that bomb only becomes a weapon when the ranks in the military are willing to follow orders to use it. They can send every last soldier anywhere on earth, but there will only be a war if soldiers are willing to fight. Well, let's start with right now. I will talk about the situation in Afghanistan. I'll just keep to uncontroversial sources like the New York Times. Uh, <laughs> according to the New York Times, um, there are seven to eight million people in Afghanistan on the verge of starvation. That was true actually before September 11th. Right, they were surviving on international aid. On September 16th, the Times reported, I'm quoting it, that the United States uh, demanded from Pakistan the elimination of truck convoys that provide much of the food and other supplies to Afghanistan's civilian population. As far as I could determine, there was no reaction in the United States, or for that matter in Europe, to the demand to impose massive starvation on millions of people. The threat of military strikes forced the removal of international aid workers that crippled the assistance programs. Actually, I'm quoting again from the New York Times. Uh, Refugees reaching Pakistan after arduous journeys from Afghanistan are describing scenes of desperation and fear at home as the threat of American-led military attacks turns their long-running misery into a potential catastrophe. Uh, The country was on a lifeline, and we just cut the line, quoting an evacuated aid worker in the New York Times magazine. The World Food Program, the UN program, were able to resume after three weeks in early October. They began to resume at a lower level, resume food shipment. They don't have international aid workers within, so the distribution systems hampered. That was suspended as soon as the bombing began. They then resumed, but at a lower pace, while uh, aid agencies leveled um, scathing condemnations of U.S. airdrops, uh, condemning them as propaganda tools, which are probably doing more harm than good. That happens to be quoting from the London Financial Times, but it's easy to continue. After the first week of bombing, the New York Times reported in a back page inside a column on something else that by the arithmetic of the United Nations, there will soon be 7.5 million Afghans in acute need of even a loaf of bread. And there are only a few weeks left before the harsh winter will make deliveries to many areas totally impossible. Continuing to quote, but with bombs falling, the delivery rate is down to what one half of what is needed. Casual comment. Uh, which tells us that Western civilization is anticipating the slaughter of well, do the arithmetic, three to four million people, something like that, 
on the same day, the leader of Western civilization, dismissed with contempt once again, uh, offers of negotiation for delivery of the alleged target, Osama bin Laden, and uh, a request for some evidence to uh, substantiate the demand for total capitulation was dismissed. On the same day, the uh, special rapporteur of the United Nations in charge of food uh, pleaded with the United States to stop the bombing to try to save millions of victims. As far as I'm aware, that was unreported. The major aid agencies, Oxfam and other Christian aid and others, joined in that plea didn't find a report in the New York Times. There was a line in the Boston Globe hidden in a story about another topic, Kashmir. I could easily go on. Uh, but all of that, first of all, t- indicates to us what's happening. It looks like what's happening is some kind of silent genocide. Uh, it also uh, gives a good deal of insight into the elite culture, the culture that we're part of. It indicates that whatever what will happen, we don't know, but plans are being made and programs implemented on the assumption that they may lead to the death of several million people in the next couple of weeks, uh, very casually, with no comment, no particular thought about it. That's just kind of normal here uh, and in good part of Europe, not in the rest of the world. In fact, not even in much of Europe. So if you read the Irish press or the press in Scotland say that close, reactions are very different. That's what's happening now. What's happening now is very much under our control. We can do a lot to affect what's happening. And that's roughly it. گر دل بدهی تن ندهی باز خراب است این بار نجام است و ننوشا و سراب است اینجا به تو از عشق و وفا هیچ نگوید چون دغدغه مردم این شهر حجاب است تن را بدهی دل ندهی فرق ندارد یک آیه بخوانان گناهی تو ثواب است خریدن تنت را و بریدن کفنت را به یک آیه و چند سکه ببستن دهنت را نه روحی بکار است نه عشقی ببار است فقط شهوت مردانه به اندام تو یار است آن کس که زنی را بفروشد پی پیسه حق است که روحش تهی دوزخ به عذاب است هر جای جهان مرتبه زن بلند است در کشور من زن مثل میت به حساب است ای کاش که دلقک شده بودم نشائیر در کشور من ارزش انسان به نقاب است تن را بدهی دل ندهی فرق ندارد یک آیه بخوانند گناهی تو ثواب است خریدن تنت را و بریدن کفنت را به یک آیه و چند سکه ببستن دهنت را نه روحی بکار است نه عشقی ببار است فقط شهوت مردانه به اندام تو یار است شکستن دلت را و غرور و حرمتت را سکوتت گرفت است و تمام فرصتت را بنانی تو راضی شدی و هیچ نگفتی همین است که جاهل زده بر تو قمتت را خریدن تنت را و بریدن کفنت را به یک آیه و چند سکه ببستن دهنت را نه روحی بکار است نه عشقی ببار است فقط شهوت مردانه به اندام تو یار است And that was from a YouTube video called Layla Sings a Beautiful Song about the situation of women in Afghanistan. And that'll bring us to a few words. Here is a piece published in my other podcast, People Are Revolting. This is Afghan Peace Volunteers. 
a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting. On this episode of Peace, published by TruthOut.org, uh, written by Kathy Kelly, who is a coordinator of Voices for Creative Nonviolence. This is titled Civilians Work Towards Peace in Wartime, Afghanistan. On a very warm September morning in Kabul, several dozen men, women, and children sit on the carpeted floor of a room at the Afghan Peace Volunteers Border Free Center. The women cluster together, all wear burqas, but because of the heat, they push the steel blue veils back, revealing their faces. Most of the men wear traditional tunics and pakol hats. Parents and children alike listen intently to Masoma, a young Afghan woman who coordinates the center's, quote, street kids school. She explains the importance of steady attendance and parents nod in agreement. Most of the 100 students come on time for their Friday classes, but a handful had recently skipped showing up on only recently skipped showing up only on the day when the center distributes monthly food rations for the street kids' families. The previous Friday, those who had missed more than two classes prior to the food distribution day walked away empty-handed. A hard lesson, but the volunteer teachers felt they must abide by the short list of rules governing the center. Anyone who misses classes two or more times in a month won't receive the ration. Then Masoma's colleague, Dr. Hakim, stands and poses two blunt requests. Please raise your hand, he says, if you and your family have at least enough resources to meet your basic needs. About six hands are raised. Next, he asked people to raise a hand if they couldn't make ends meet. Seven hands go up. Hakim says his organization wants to help families become self-reliant so that after their children leave the street kids' school, they will have another way to acquire essentials like beans, rice, and cooking oil. Hakim now asked people to raise their hands if they could send one family member, like an older brother, to a three-month course on how to repair mobile phones. The idea is well received. Notebook papers are circulated to gather parents' names and, if possible, mobile phone numbers. Several women seek Masoma's help to write their names. She assures them she will stay in touch. A tall young man, Habib, carrying a large tray of bananas and apples, politely offers fruit to each guest. Six years ago, Afghan police volunteers, members, had befriended Habib when they met him in a busy marketplace. His father had been killed when a bomb exploded in Kabul. I remember watching him work on a dusty, crowded street during a chilly afternoon, shortly after he and his family had taken up residence in a miserable shack in Kabul. His little brother walked alongside him, holding his hands while Habib carried a scale and asked people to weigh themselves on it. Habib looked forlorn and worried. The shy, anxious youngster had been regularly beaten by an uncle who tried to force him to join a militia. He now recognizes that Habib was wise to run away from the militia. Today, Habib towers over me. Yesterday, he spoke eagerly at a small group meeting he had helped plan about ways to build caring relationships. Over the past three years, he has learned to read and write and has been at the top of his classes at a government school. He has also developed some construction skills. When I remarked that several walls at the center were repaired and newly painted, Masoma smiled happily. Habib, she says. He was a big help. A few adults linger alongside the center's shady garden filled with fruit trees, grapevines, herbs, and flowers. Some of the Afghan peace volunteers used permaculture methods to design and cultivate the space. Others recently dedicated themselves to a, quote, renewable energy team. Last year, the team helped 44 families acquire solar energy. 
This year, they hope to expand the effort. Over the past week, young volunteers have gathered to plan for an upcoming On the Road to Peace conference. This will be the Afghan Peace Volunteers' third annual gathering of participants from each of Afghanistan's 34 provinces. The conference offers four days of intensive learning and discovery about cross-cultural understanding, nonviolence, and ways to abolish war. Yesterday, Dr. Hakim and I asked for complete quiet inside the center's, quote, office, a large room lined with bookcases, file cabinets, mats, and sturdy pillows. In the center of the room, a jumble of cords and power strips are connected to a solar power battery, a fan, a router, and a collection of cell phones and laptops. Earlier, Amy Goodman of Democracy Now! had invited Dr. Hakeem and me to participate in interviews regarding President Trump's sudden decision to call off a secret meeting he claimed to have arranged between himself, Afghanistan's President Ashraf Ghani, and representatives of the Taliban, who have been meeting with the United States envoy Zalmay Khal- Khalilzad. Sitting on the floor, we huddled over Dr. Hakeem's well-worn laptop, waiting for Democracy Now! engineers to contact us by Skype. Hakeem and I suggested that neither Trump nor any of the negotiators in Doha were participating in a genuine peace process. Rather, it was a cruel charade, with each side seeking greater leverage by demonstrating their willingness to kill innocent people. Many people living in Afghanistan greatly fear increased Taliban power over their cities, villages, roadways, and crumbling infrastructure. Taliban war crimes are frequently covered in global media, less obvious to people in the U.S., but horribly real for people in Afghanistan, are acts of aerial terrorism regularly waged by the United States military. One of those I talked about on my other podcast, uh, Bernie 2020, was just a week or two ago, we killed 30 harvesters of pine nuts um, as they slept or gathered around the fire late in the evening after a day of hard work. Writing for the Daily Beast earlier this year, Andrew Quilty described how one Afghan family in the Helmland province suffered a vicious attack on their home last November. Two Taliban fighters had come to their home, insisting that Obaidullah, the householder, let them in. He pleaded with them them to leave, but instead, the Taliban fighters fired on a joint United States and Afghan military convoy. Shortly thereafter, a United States A-10 Warthog plane strafed Obeidullah's home. Quote, Hundreds of rounds of ammunition, bullets the size of large carrots, fired by a weapon designed to disable armored tanks, poured out of the plane's Gatling gun, Quilty wrote. The two Taliban fighters had fled. Instead, Obaidullah and his 15-year-old son, Esmatullah, were killed. Thirteen others suffered broken bones and shrapnel injuries from head to toe. One boy, 14-year-old Esanula, lost both his eyes. In a report on civilian casualties, the United Nations Assistance Mission to Afghanistan attributed a rise in civilian deaths in 2019 to an escalation of the U.S. air war in the country. In addition, countless night raids carried out by joint U.S.-Afghan forces have struck terror in families whose loved ones were killed in front of them. Ordinary Afghans, whom I have met within the past week, are acutely aware of the night raids and link the gruesome pattern of killing civilians to United States trainers and the CIA. Before Donald Trump pulled back U.S. participation, there had been nine rounds of talks, and the United States Special Envoy, Zalmay Khalilzad, was supposedly edging closer to a, quote, peace deal with the Taliban. A genuine peace process would hold all warring parties accountable for crimes against humanity and would call for an immediate end to U.S. and NATO militarism in Afghanistan. 
It would urge the United States to humbly acknowledge the recklessness of its invasion and occupation. Reliable non-governmental parties would be asked to develop ways for Afghans to receive reparations from all countries who've participated in the past 18 years of war. Those responsible for pursuing a genuine peace process would need mentors and advisors. I recommend the Afghan Peace Volunteers. And incredible work by the Afghan Peace Volunteers under tremendously, tremendously oppressive uh, situation, impressive environment where they're carrying out that work. More power to them. If you want to hear more, you can check out back episodes of People Are Revol- at peoplearerevolting.com. You can send me a message at peoplearerevoltingshow at gmail.com and follow me on Twitter at peoplerevolting. Thanks for listening. If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it. And that'll bring us to the artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode, you already had a little sneak peek earlier, is Loki. First two tracks we're going to hear are both from soundtrack to The Struggle. First up is Cradle of Civilization. I remember when I was growing up. If my mother got angry or frustrated with me, she'd say, And the basic translation of that is, Oh, how beautiful is freedom. But where is freedom? Place of my mother's birth, the cradle of civilization for what it's worth. The land I've never seen, culture I've never known. Iraq is in my heart, my blood, my flesh and bones. The air I've never breathed, fragrance I've never smelled, pride I've never had, the nationality that I've never felt. Saddam was bad, are the Americans even more so? They made me groan like I was missing part of my torso. But I never picked up a grenade in my garden. I never saw people I love die starving. I never saw my family die through many years of sanctions while the ruler's family lived in palaces and mansions i never had a family member kidnapped for a ransom i never lost a friend to violence that was random bombings occupation torture intimidation a million dead people doesn't equal liberation religion, whether you're Sunni, Shia, Kurdish or Christian, pain is still pain if you're a person that's missing, we all deserve a life in this earth that we live in, is there enough words that can say how deeply Baghdad is burning today, and it's not about pity, hands out or sympathy, it's about pride, respect, honour and dignity, babies being born with deformities from uranium, those babies aren't just Iraqi, they're Mesopotamian, what are you on the news? Making me shiver Cause I look at the victim See the same face in the mirror This system of division Makes it harder for you and me Peace is a question The only answer is unity 
so many dreams about this place that I've never seen The place my family had to leave in the 70s White phosphorus in Fallujah This is for those that won't live to see the future I'm sorry that I wasn't there Sorry that I couldn't help I'm sorry for every tear Sorry you've been put through hell Still I feel like an immigrant Englishman amongst Arabs And an Arab amongst Englishmen Like I said they never gave me the culture But they did give me covered halab, hakaka and doma And it is Kareem Or Amri Talata Baghdad or Abu Yemen, Dover And that's the combination that I carry on my shoulders Still I rep till my death, till they kill and seal my flesh From now, all the way back to Gilgamesh Such a villainized and criticized nation You'll always be the prey of civilization Just a dream, am I a fool for trying? I stand defiant, but my enemy's the tallest giant. Will my visions be reality? They tell me never. I wanna feel the unity that Malcolm felt in Mecca. I wonder if it made sense in his last moments. People don't value the soul, cause they can't hold it. Find something real beyond death and misery. And understand the present in the context of history. It's been established Sykes Pico was a bit of marriage. Since the day Thomas Edward Lawrence tricked the Arabs, please be loyal to a deep in soil. You can ask Mossadegh about BP oil This is a battle that many better men have died fighting But I hope to leave an insight through my writing My pen fires at the men who defend liars I send fire till the end of your empire Who's back, descendant of the occupied I represent the sentiments of many men you've colonized The president is eloquent but he's never been on my side His melanin's irrelevant cause everything was prophesized There was a time when they talked about the Arab nation Broke her good leaders, the roadmap was a fabrication Took your kafir and changed it to a fashion statement You sat with Satan, Camp David means assassination Peace in your imagination, that's not real I've been where Arafat got poisoned and Sadat got killed I'm not a martyr I'm just a man without a masters or a master runaway slave It's freedom I am after This is a battle that many better men have died fighting But I hope to leave an insight through my writing My pen fires at the men who defend liars I send fire till the end of your empire
like Zajil, the peaceful dove of Palestine. I will fly, I will rise far beyond the seventh sky. I will break free and soar through the lies, seeking truth, seeking the justice that is mine. The justice that is mine. I will stand, I will climb, I will spread my wings, elevate and rise. I will rise, I will rise, we will rise. And that was the track We Will Rise from the album Soundtrack to the Struggle. Now off the album Soundtrack to the Struggle 2, this is the death of neoliberalism. Pontificate, philosophize, cross the T's, dot the I's I heard him say the revolution won't be monetized But it could be wrapped up, packaged and commodified In this poisonous equation, I wonder what am I? Tax dodging tabloids, profit from these horrid lies Pedal patriotism, but economically colonized Sycophants gripping flags, tell you that they're on your side Sell off your services abroad, who do they prioritize? Robin Hood in reverse, these robberies aren't secrets Bonuses for bankers and backhanders for arms dealers Can't cage the alternative that now exists with the skill of an alchemist Turn pain to empowerment Inspired to be alive in this powerful moment No more of all these cowards Sell us out to the domes We rose like a giant Awoken out of this coma Confront the culture of power With the power of culture We sing Freedom New public service Dying death The World Bank and IMF Is it Freedom The kleptocracy orchestrating Subjugate the corporate state That is it Freedom Teresa's a terrorist We could be standing at the precipice of Freedom History favors the trailblazers The taste for change is contagious It's not strange these faces takers are afraid of raising wages When the same mangy papers say that we should hate our neighbors Then when the rage cascades these say this claim that they're blameless What is clear, some don't even pay taxes on their profits here Vote against the interests of Murdoch and Rodermere Not conspiracy theory, conspiracy actuality Until now politics merely a practicality They deify celebrity What happens when no celebrities turn on you Say plunder's not necessity, I don't condemn the deified But mourn those as brilliant it's them who died, potential unrealized Atomization had us distant and deaf And now we're interconnected, independent but interdependent We rose like a giant, awoken out of a coma Confront the culture of power with the power of culture We sing Freedom Republic service, dying death, the World Bank and IMF Is it Freedom The kleptocracy orchestrating, subjugate the corporate state That is it Freedom Teresa's a terrorist, we could be standing at the precipice of Still a wonderful world Sing it like Louis Armstrong Any kid bullied I made this to keep your heart strong Colonizers names the same pavements that we march on Please don't project the war on terror onto children They are not suspects or combatants You cannot kill them Please don't project the war on terror onto Grenfell State capture and deregulation It doesn't end well Prevent spying on children Got them stepping on eggshells Splash lies across the pages Lamophobia and death cells Psychological worry Mess with the percentages Innocent kids in school Label grooming gangs and terrorists Battle stereotypes like climbing over Everest What we must question is how these ideas became so prevalent The rag kids and packies are still worrying your dad Or your 
dad's favorite food is still karaoke kebab. The rat kids and packies is still worrying your dad, but your dad's favorite food is still karaoke kebab. Oh, I know you're peering through the Stop spying on little kids Tell the terrible tabloids Stop tarnishing immigrants And tell the think tanks Their role is insidious And tell the nasty neocons Stop funding this ignorance Victims of this myth creation Searching for inspiration Hope this song can comfort you Through the intimidation Hope you beat those that smeared you Through the courts of litigation And hold your heads up high Through these trials and tribulations These morbid remorseless authors Paved the way for disorders They murdered the Magna Carta To hell with habeas Corpus rendition, torture across borders They tore up laws as they scorched them Now they pull up the drawbridge and tell you Hordes are enormous, only 0.18% Of this country's refugees Won't regulate fossil fuelers or owners Of SUVs, but they demonise Heroes for braving the seven seas 34,000 die trying to Enter here, rest in peace Moment of silence The rag kids and packies are still worrying your dad But your dad's favourite food is still karaoke Kids and crackies is still worrying your dad But your dad's favorite food is still curry or kebab Oh, I know you're peering through the window But they don't see you anymore Don't lose yourself in what they think though Cause this has never been your House is just a home of free Palestine badges on the shore. A war on terror drone accused. Combat's not a bomber terrorist. House is just a home of free Palestine badges on the shore. A war on terror drone accused. Combat's not a bomber terrorist. House is just a home of free Palestine badges on the shore. A war on terror drone accused. Combat's not a bomber terrorist. House is just a home of free Palestine badges on the shore. A war on terror drone accused. Combat's not a bomber terrorist. House is just a home of free Palestine badges on the shore. A war on terror drone and wrapping up our artist of the episode that was the song islamophobic lullabies also from soundtrack to the struggle 2 from their album the battle of los angeles here is rage against the machine with testify
And that'll just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. Remember, you can follow Polyrical on Twitter at Polyrical. You'll find all the back episodes at Polyrical.com. You can also listen to this and all my podcasts playing 24-7 at MovingTrainRadio.com. From the album Double Think, this is Akala with yours and my children. Thanks for listening. Dangerous idea If we did this Then we couldn't feel fear If there's no fear There's no control If there's no control Someone's gotta let go They said I shouldn't say too much They might delete me Realise I don't really care about TV Keep your rewards Your applause I'm easy All I can do in this life Is just be me Pilger can say it So can Naomi Klein It's free speech for them That's fine Young black rappers Should utter the same words Utterly absurd Not a insane nerd Even the fact I call myself black Social conditioning And that's a fact The idea of races Has no factual basis It was made just to serve races To justify doing to some what couldn't be done To others but they're all of our sons Black or white, all of our sons Muslim, Christian, all of our sons Look up in the sky, that's all of our son Last time I checked, we only had one So if some were superior, others inferior Based on exterior, well then surely The sun would know and fall into line It would rain on your crops and not mine Air would prefer to inhabit your lungs Food would prefer the taste of your tongue If that's not the case, then nature's declared Despite what we say, the world's in fact fair Kids in Iraq Yours are my children Kids in Iran Yours are my children Afghanistan Yours are my children Even Sudan Yours are my children Kids in Brazil Yours are my children Police drive by the favela and just kill them Kids in Brazil Yours are my children Police drive by the favela and just kill them Whatever's growing, never ever slowing Turn days to dark nights, that back still bent From the weight of our life, look what I spent And gents, it's half price, cause he's bent over The sewing machine half his life Don't matter that we don't pull it, if we don't care That our bread's buttered with the bullets, our cars choke on blood Limbs in our diamond tip, rings go rotten Something we've forgotten, pillars of the temple May seem separate, but they support one roof If you're really checking it, all of our slaughters Only our daughters, only ourselves in the war That we fought with, all corrupt laws is We are the causes, cause we can't see that All of our daughters, kill a couple of us you're a devil If you kill a couple million of them Get stripes and medals Generals conduct the great death symphony Played in the key of hate By musicians with no rhythm But offbeat killing Hear the harmonies The screams of young women But they're not important They're just orphans How can that be If they're all of our daughters They're not important They're just orphans How can that be If they're all of our daughters Kids in Iraq Yours are my children Kids in Iran Yours are my children Afghanistan Yours are my children Even Sudan Yours are my children Kids in Brazil Yours are my children Police drive by the development just killed them kids in brazil yours are my children police die by the development just killed them Divided, so no one that we could side of all the gone and stupid violence, all the fun and stupid tyrants, the blood of our defiance of the laws of natural science would have subsided the died of death. I had no hiding left, instead it provided the horse to ride onto the ride of death. We're enlightened, but we don't know right from left. Cause we're so frightened, it's like we're blinded to the sight of death. For all our writing, only writing on the doors of death. We're only fighting for the right to resort to theft. We're still the air if we could, as if we're short of breath. Only if we're sure that it would have the cause and effect. If some part of us good, tell me where it's kept. Cause we're saying nothing while we're crushing like a fucking pest. If you discuss it, everybody's turning fucking deaf. Look down at your kids, what if they were next? Kids in Iraq, yours are my children Kids in Iran, yours are my children Afghanistan, yours are my children Even Sudan, yours are my children Kids in Brazil, yours are my children Police drive by the favela and just kill them Kids in Brazil, yours are my children Police drive by the favela and just kill them Kids in Iraq, yours are my children Kids in Iran, yours are my children Afghanistan, yours are my children Even Sudan, yours are my children Kids in Brazil, yours are my children Police drive by the favela and just kill them Thank you.